Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behaviour, sleep and more. It wasn't until my daughter was six that it occurred to me she could probably get her own breakfast. My son is four and I'm only just starting him to put on his own clothes. Yes, I know I'm a late starter, but it doesn't need to be this way. Raising your kids to be independent, I'm fairly sure, can start much earlier than this to explain how to do it well. I've got Justin Coulson on the phone. He's a best-selling author, parenting expert and father of six girls. So he's had lots of practice at this. Hi, Justin. How are you? You know, Siobhan, most of the time my kids can uh, sleep through the night, uh, <laughs> organise their organise their breakfast, and, and even do some of their lunch without too much help. Oh um, wow! But but you know, it's it's been a, it's a struggle. The struggle's real to get them there, isn't it? Yeah, and, and so how soon can you start fostering that? Well, I mean, not all the things that I mentioned, but how soon can you start fostering a sense of independence in your kids? Well, it's, it's interesting because kids are naturally independent. We don't need to foster it. It's there uh, as part of their biology. They want to do things on their own. Anyone who's had a child for more than, I don't know, a couple of years has, has faced off with them when they're saying, I can do it, I can do it. Saying, no, I'm going to do it for you. Um, we actually seem to make things harder for ourselves by taking that independence away quite often and, and, and withdrawing the autonomy that they need. But, of course, we do it uh, because, number one, they're going to do it wrong. Number two, <laughs> they're going to do it way slower than us. And number three, they're probably going to make a big mess while they do it as well. Or, last but not least, number four, they might pretend to do it, but then not actually do it, uh, which, you know, when, when it's their seatbelt, uh, uh, yes. can be a bit of a problem. Of course. So what are some age-appropriate tasks that we should let them do, regardless of all of those factors you just mentioned then? Well, this is going to sound really general, but I think that the best thing to do is to encourage them to do as much as they can whenever they can uh, from the youngest age possible. So let's take getting ready for school, for example. In our home, we work really hard to not tell the kids what to do and not actually get them ready. What we do instead is we stay nearby, we're present, and we say to them, well, you've got your uniform on, what's next? Or, hmm you've gotten the cornflakes out of the um, pantry, what's next? Uh, so what we do is by this process of asking them what's next, we foster this sense of independence because they're the ones that have got to do the thinking and they're the ones that have got to do the acting. Uh, if they want to do something that's a bit more complicated for lunch, for example, my eight-year-old this morning uh, wanted to have uh, burrito wraps. We had wraps last night for dinner and she wanted to have the leftovers for lunch today. Now, for her to make the wrap is entirely doable. So we pulled everything out of the fridge. She made the wrap. And I said, what's next? And she said, Dad, I don't know how to wrap it up and stick it in the glad wrap so that it'll you know, not fall apart at lunch, which meant that I got to step in and, and I helped her with that. But by asking that question, what's next? Or what do you need from me? What they'll often do is I'll say, oh, I've got to do this. Or no, I'm all right. Thanks, Dad. And they'll, they'll figure it out for themselves. Our job as parents is not to do things for them but to support them as they do things for themselves. And, and do you think that's a tricky part for us? Because you mentioned before, um, it sounds like we probably need a bit of patience and uh, understanding as we do that. <laughs> we just want it done. We want it done our way because that's the right way. And we want it done now. 
with no mess, no fuss, no back chat, no anything. So it's just easier for us to do it ourselves. And that's where we kind of come undone. It does take a lot more patience. Uh, I think that the fancy word for it, I came across this recently, is it takes long suffering. <laughs> uh, long suffering. I thought, yeah, as a dad to six kids, I think I've suffered long. Uh, but, but it really is. It, it's, it's about patience. It's about saying as much as we need to hurry, the more I hurry, the less time my child has to learn the more patient I am and the more I guide them while letting them do it themselves, the sooner they'll become independent. So Justin, for folk like me who perhaps have been doing too much for their kids, they're a little bit older now, a little bit set in their ways of mum putting their shoes on, um, how can we start to to go back to where they were when they were keen to do everything themselves? Well, I guess I'd say start slowly. Uh, When your child asks you to do something for them, Consider the timing. I mean, you know, if, if it's one of those mornings where they're like, I'm tired, I've got sore legs, I can't walk, if it's one of those <laughs> mornings, uh, th- then you might want to give them a little additional support. But if they're doing fine, they're just, you know, being distracted with screens or they're uh, non-conformist, uh, then what we do is we pause and we say, well, I'm really happy to help you, but I think you can do this one yourself. Why don't you tell me what's next? And, and, and literally just ask that question. That is That is my answer for today. I mean, we could go into a whole lot of other things, but really that is... That's the one thought that I absolutely want to get through to every parent, that if we just ask what's next and if we support them, they will actually naturally respond to that. They can't help but respond to it. If they don't know how to tie up their shoes, say, that's okay, I'll show you, and then untie it and say, now you try and spend the five minutes, spend the 10 minutes, and if they can't quite get it, that's okay, we'll try again tomorrow, we'll spend another five minutes on it tomorrow. What we really want to do is let the kids know that we believe in them, We want to encourage them, we want to support them, and we want to ultimately see them utilising their own initiative to get things done. Fantastic. And look, apart from making our lives as parents easier, why is it important to raise children with a sense of independence? (laughs) Well, I mean, independence is related to competence, and competence is related to confidence and resilience. Uh, When we help our kids to do things for themselves, when we support them, so that they can be independent, uh, they feel capable, competent and resilient and ultimately we do what parents are supposed to do and that is we make ourselves redundant so that they don't have to rely on us when they're 18 and off to uni or when they're 24 and can't pay their credit card bill. Uh, you know, they, they, they get to figure this stuff out for themselves because we've prepared them for it by making them independent or helping them to, to be independent while they're young. Brilliant. Well, Justin, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Thanks, Siobhan. Cheers. That's Justin Coulson. He's a best-selling author, parenting expert, and father of six girls. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Elise Cooper and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.